the complexity of the world that we live in is so deep and so unbelievably wide that we have very little concept of how much we don't know. I had a conversation with somebody about veganism, and this is something that is baffling to me. There are herbivores, carnivores, and omnivores. Over millions of years, we've been developed to digest a variety of different foods. Human beings are omnivores, so we're able to eat a wide variety of different things. And you can see this from the way that our teeth, for example, are structured. So we have incisors at the front, and then also we've got grinding teeth at the back. If you look at a carnivore, it's not created in the same way. And the same thing holds for herbivores. A cat is not going to eat a lettuce. A dog isn't going to be eating a potato, not on a regular basis. A cow, if it gets really hungry, isn't going to start eating bacon. This is all very obvious to us. The problem is, is that when it comes to omnivores and when it comes to us, so people become incredibly confused when just because there's an element of uncertainty about what is optimal for a human being, they start to get all kinds of radical ideas. So, and especially in the world that we live in today, where everything is just so binary. There's a race towards extremes and um, the idea that you can eat all meat or you can eat all vegetables. And vegans are vegans are particularly weird in that they're just so convinced that what they're doing is not only healthier, but it's also ethical. And this is a complete load of bollocks. It's not healthier and it's definitely not ethical. You can see not just from our teeth, but also from the jaw structure, the gut the desire to eat something is dependent on the particular species. This is exceptionally obvious when you look at cats and dogs and cows and so on. Carnivores have gallbladders and pancreas. These things are there in order to help us digest animal protein. Herbivores like cows don't have gallbladders and pancreas. The guts of herbivores are far, far longer than those of carnivores. In order to consume this large amount of food in order to get the calories, in order to extract all of the nutrition from that. The gut biome is completely different inside a herbivore and a carnivore. With humans being omnivores, we are able to eat a wide variety of different things. And this has made us super successful because it means that we're able to operate in pretty much any environment. Um, actually, what happens with, the, with humans is that we're able to adapt over time our gut microbiome to enable it to become better at digesting a particular kind of food. The problem is, though, that it is not optimal to go to one end or the other. In order to be healthy, we need to have a variety of food because we are omnivores. A dog doesn't want to eat lettuce. A cat doesn't want to eat potatoes. To dogs and cats, these things aren't food. People will see their pets eating grass and things like this, but it comes out in the same way that it goes in. It actually doesn't get digested by the system because the system cannot digest it. So we've all heard of um, some nut job with purple hair and so on trying to make their dog into some kind of vegan animal. And actually, this is against the law. There's the UK's Animal Welfare Act that came out in 2006, saying essentially that if you don't feed your animal a suitable diet, then you're breaking the law and it becomes an offence. Seems obvious. Because if you don't feed it a suitable diet, the animal is going to get sick and probably die. It is going to be miserable. You can try to square the circle of this, but you just can't do it. It's not that hard to understand that being omnivores, we're supposed to eat different things. We're supposed to eat meat and vegetables and so on. There are two arguments that people give 
who are vegan and that one being vegan is healthier and second that it is more ethical and neither of these are true both of these are actually nonsense vegans and vegetarians will point out that there are many studies that show that consuming meat is actually bad for you in fact, it's not just vegans and vegetarians telling us this. It's people from, for example, the World Economic Forum. Um, there are climate change activists that are constantly harping on about the dangers of eating meat because of excess CO2 production in the atmosphere. So this idea that meat is bad is really pervasive in the society. The problem with a lot of the studies that have been done is that the studies generally show just meat as one major bucket and the meat that is consumed by a large percentage of people in the west is processed meat it's not meat from the animal and even if they are eating um, steak and so on on a regular basis in normal in a normal human environment people would be eating the whole animal they wouldn't just be eating the flesh from the animal they would be eating the tendons they would be eating the guts they would be eating the hearts the livers and so on and people in the West today tend not to consume that. All of these different parts of the animal, the bones, the bone marrow, nothing is wasted. But in the West, we just tend to consume chicken breasts and steak. And so it's a very specific kind of protein that is easy to actually consume too much of. You need to have a good mix of things because humans would normally eat the whole animal. There's actually no way for vegans to get the saturated fat that is needed in order for optimal human functioning. In particular, this is especially important for the brain, and it's normally first seen in the brain. So saturated fat is required in order to make up the outside of every cell in your body. It's very important for things like nerve, nerve cells. It's important for all cells, but nerve cells in particular. The saturated fat can't be gained from anywhere except animal sources, not readily. Without this, the cell membranes become thinner and less permeable. So without getting an external source of saturated fat, you're essentially slowly dying over time. Now, it is true that a lot of people who become vegan or vegetarian, they start to feel much better. But that's because before they became vegetarian or vegan, their diet was actually shit. And so their body is actually able to detox, if you like, over, over a period of time. What happens over a medium term period of time is that you start to get more tired, you start to have less energy and a particular problem is the way that it affects our brain because of the lack of saturated fat that is able to make our cells work optimally we end up having a predilection for depression anxiety mental problems and so on which is probably why you see lots of vegans running around telling everyone that they're vegan they feel the need to tell everybody and justify exactly what it is that they're doing now there are vegan athletes out there and there are vegans that are able to engineer their way around some of these problems and a lot of these people are really high performing especially in things like the ultra running community veganism is huge amongst ultra runners and also amongst rock climbers and um, whilst it is possible to engineer your way around it the problem is with this is that it's not possible for them to be optimal in general there is a price to pay for what it is that they're doing and my argument is that the price that they pay is they are sandbagging their performance People who are vegan and vegetarian are committing a kind of accidental suicide where through making bad decisions about their diet, which is dressed up in this idea of virtue and ethics, they're actually sandbagging their ability to operate in the world that we live in. Now, if you think that human beings are shit 
and that we don't have anything valuable or that the particular individual, as an individual, you have nothing valuable to add to the world, then going vegan, fill your boots. The problem is, is that if you actually care about the world that you live in and you think that as a person that you are able to affect the world, even in a small way, in a positive way, then being vegan is incredibly stupid. It's stupid because you are sandbagging yourself. You are shooting yourself in the foot. It's not possible for you to be all you can be and operate effectively in the world if you are vegan. You can't do it. You're unable to contribute in the way that you would if you were eating a normal diet. This is deeply unethical. Now, to be fair, most of the time people that are doing this, they're not actually aware because we don't have a control. We can't compare me who is vegan and me who is eating a normal omnivorous diet. So I'm unable to tell the, the difference between the two because there's only one of me. But the fact is, is that you don't need to have a degree in nutrition to figure this out. You just need to use a little bit of common sense. We are omnivores. Vegans will try and square the circle all day, every day, trying to bang the square peg into the round hole of denying the fact that they are unhealthy. Now, to be fair, um, I have some sympathy with the idea that veganism and vegetarianism is more ethical. If we're able to come up with a source of protein that doesn't require the death of another animal, then on the face of it, this is a good thing because there's less suffering in the world. But actually being able to do this is insanely arrogant. The idea that we can engineer a, an incredibly complex biological thing is completely insane. What's Bill Gates been doing with creating printed meat and so on? Uh, these, these ideas are just completely mad. There is a kind of ignorance, a willful ignorance and arrogance about this. And also the same, it's, you could apply it to veganism as well. There's an incredible arrogance that, oh, we can engineer our way out of this. I can eat shiitake mushrooms in order to make sure that I get enough vitamin D or whatever it is that I need. But the fact is, is that you should just be eating meat because of the unknown unknowns. We don't have complete knowledge about what a cell is made of. We know a lot, we think, but we don't know all there is to know. I think it's useful to kind of understand that there's a big difference between every single animal genetically and that animal's meat is reliant on its health, is reliant on the grass that it's been eating, of the other plants that it's been eating in the field. And those plants are reliant on the soil, how old the soil is, all of the bacteria in the soil, the mineral content of the soil. Then there's the health of the animal. Is it stressed? Is it able to have relationships with other cows in the herd? All of these things reflect in the quality and the actual reality of the meat that comes out of this. You cannot engineer that. Humans are supposed to eat a variety of animals that are healthy animals. This level of complexity just cannot be engineered. And also, it shouldn't be engineered. It does mean that an animal has to die so that you can live. And on the face of it, removing the suffering part of things is really important. But in doing so, we actually remove something important for ourselves. I actually think that the most ethical thing to do is, on occasion, to actually kill your own animal to eat it. And the reason for this is that the world that we live in is almost completely divorced from reality. One of the problems with modernity is that we've become almost completely divorced from nature. There are only a few things left. We have birth, sex, food and death. 
And we've medicalized birth with machines that go bing into some major emergency-like operation requiring teams of experts to manage our way through it. Sex, of course, is relatively untouched because it's just bloody good fun. So the food that we eat is killed by third parties, wrapped efficiently in plastic, put into supermarkets, which are beautifully lit for us to walk around this clean environment and purchase. And then there's death, which is hidden away by society, this strange, crazy, taboo thing that nobody ever thinks is going to happen to them. Our relationship with food and the necessity for us to eat meat forces us into a situation where something has to die so that we can live. By killing your own food, you have a strange mixture of feelings. There is a sense of foreboding, and then you lean into that. And when you kill an animal, there is a sense of sadness, but also an intense feeling of thankfulness about what it is that you are doing. There is a kind of spiritual commitment that you make with the animal that you kill. Something has to die so that you can live. By killing your own food, you make a connection with the natural world and with something deep inside yourself that makes sure that you're aware that you don't waste your time and that the energy and nutrition that you get from the animal that you've killed is something that's going to be used to the maximum. You don't waste anything from the animal. You make sure that what you do with the energy is more positive. Otherwise, it's deeply disrespectful. The most unethical thing that a human can do, and that most of us are guilty of, is that we mindlessly consume dead animals. You don't find people that live in the countryside who are vegan. Vegans emerge from urban environments. Vegans emerge from environments that are disconnected from reality. Uh, they only exist in places that don't have a relationship with nature. Once you use a little bit of common sense about omnivores and about humans and the way that we are, the way our guts are, the way our cells work, the way our brain works, the way that our teeth and jaws are structured, the way that our metabolism works. It's necessary for us to be healthy in order for us to contribute in a useful way to the world. Being vegan is a kind of denial of your humanity. It's a kind of suicide, a kind of weird self-hatred for you to know these things and to continue to sandbag yourself. Just like insisting on feeding your cat soybeans, even though you're watching it deteriorate. It's cruel and it's stupid. Thinking of ourselves as this weird machine that's going about the world that needs, that can be tinkered with and messed around with, with no consequence, and advised by experts who have complete knowledge is completely insane. So your life and your happiness is a consequence of the death of something else. And actually deeply understanding this and paying attention to this is something that makes us better as people. It doesn't make us less ethical. It makes us more ethical. It makes us understand that our time is valuable. It makes us understand that death is a part of life. And it makes sure that our connection with the world is built and maintained over time. We appreciate what we are doing. We appreciate our time. We appreciate the food that we're eating. So when you eat meat, be aware that something had to die so that you could live. And something died for a good reason. And the reason is you.